Hello, everybody, and welcome to Fang and the Banger with Gangrel and Kid Cadet. This is episode 16. I'm Gangrel, and that is Kid Cadet, and that is the little Gangrel. And I got, oh, he's upside down. Squatula, he's here. But I'm sweating today because I'm pounding coffee, trying to stay conscious and stay awake. So Squatula down to sit on the sidelines. He's not pumpkin spice. It's not pumpkin spice. It's, it's extra burnt, extra thick coffee to get through this morning. But uh, what's up? What's new? What's going on with you? It is the new year. Oh, yes. We've Happy made new it. Year. 5782. Yes. Thank you, yeah, Shana yeah. Tova. Yeah, yeah. Happy. Wish, yeah. Thank yeah. You I can't so speak, much. say that. I don't know. Shana Tova. I should know it because my girl, uh, she was in the house by sundown last night celebrating the new year. So She wished me a happy new year, so did I really she? appreciate oh, that. Yeah, awesome. she, she sure awesome. did. See, she's so. on top of everything. I am all over the place. I am a zombie. I don't watch Walking <laughs> Dead. I don't understand it. But I'm starting to think I might be a brain-eating zombie right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you gotta go. Raymond? Yeah, so, yeah, that's a little too. So, um, what's shaking and baking? What's good in your world? What'd you do this weekend? Uh, I went to St. Augustine oh, with my right. dad, and we got to Oldest see. Oldest city in the United States. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. It's yeah, awesome. it's so beautiful. I love the rich history. I love how old mm. the city is, and I got to see the lighthouse. How was the coastline uh, after that storm last year, two years ago, that really came through there? I didn't, I mean, it, it was so beautiful. I know some of the road collapsed and stuff like that. I didn't surges. see any any of that. But yeah, where we stayed was like right by the water and it was so much fun. But wow. I had a good time. Got to hang out with Dad Cadet, Remington Swag. He's mm. Shout out to Remington. He's yeah. watching. There you go, show. Remington Steel. And what about you? How was your weekend? You did some traveling? Uh, yeah, I was in Northeast Georgia. Uh, I think it was All-Star Wrestling. I got to see uh, a couple. I got to see one of my former students, Jacob Fatu, uh, the MLW champion, and I also got to see Alexander Hammerstone, the one challenging him for his championship coming up. I think they got a big show coming up with the MLW. So Hammerstone Fatu one, I guess. You know, I don't know. That should be really good because uh, I've wrestled Hammerstone. Uh, I don't know how many times I might have wrestled. It. I, yeah, well, <laughs> not countless, but like in wrestling, forties a lot to not be at a full time job in WWE on a loop. So I probably wrestled him like a lot like that, and I've watched him come along. And um, yeah, he, I'm proud of him, super proud. But then again, I then I trained or had a big part, uh, you know, along with Rikishi training Jacob Fatu. So I'm super super proud of him. So to see two guys that I, I truly like have like true feelings for and, and invest and I'm invested in to uh take each other on for the um MLW's biggest title um whatever the heavyweight championship that's really 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 cool so looking forward to that um and they both look great uh, I can say they were both on top of their game uh even in northeast Georgia wrestling in a barn wherever we were somewhere <laughs> like, it was kind of it was kind of like, have you seen them? Have you seen Heels yet on Stars? I haven't had the chance. It, it's no. kind of like that, but a scaled down version. It was, uh, it was cool. The atmosphere was cool. I mean, it was cool atmosphere. It was nowhere, uh, nowhere, but it is Northeast Georgia, so it wasn't as hot as it would be if we were in Southeast Florida. Um, it's hot. It's, yeah, it is a swamp ass hot here, <laughs> but uh, but I mean, it did it did get almost close to swamp ass hot, but 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 it was it was just around like Bigfoot Yeti ass hot. <laughs> Shout out to Bigfoot if you're watching. Bigfoot. We miss you. So. Uh, uh, but they were they, they look great. Um, they look great. They had they, they had good matches, and um, I was super proud of them. I wrestled somebody that looked like a six foot three Lemmy. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Oh or, yeah. Or uh, or uh, uh, oh now I'm drawing a blank. I love the kid. Uh, I think he was called Augusta Gray in NXT, and then uh, and he just gotta let go. But uh, why can't I think of his real name? God, oh man, how can I remember the gimmick name and not the actual name that he wrestled under all these years? But um, 
Anthony, yeah, no, gosh, ah, whatever. But he looks mm-hmm. like a big, big version of Augusta Gray and uh, a tall, skinny version of Augusta Gray. Actually, Augusta, you know, he looked like he was getting in shape. But, uh, but it was cool. It was fun. I was in the last match and got back, traveled home. Bah. But I did take a little bit of a timeout yesterday, so I hit my favorite Regal Beagle, La Tub. So, yeah. I, that, I, I think that they just need to like set up a table just for you for whenever you arrive. Uh, well, it is like that kind of. So they, yeah. like, they'll push people out of the bar and stuff. Like, hey, uh, nobody's, you can't sit David's here. And here. They I'm, wave you in. No, that. And Billy Fives has kind of took over my residency there. He's always in there. so he's, It's delicious. And I believe his daughter's working there now, too. So like, Oh, like, really? Yeah, yeah. Not on Sundays, though. Um, But, yeah, she's definitely working in there. So, like, it's a family affair over there. So, good time. Uh, no sleep though. I came right off the plane. All right, I walked a mile to the beach or whatever it was. I walked, walked I walked a couple miles and then uh, went over there and then chilled and came home and then. Um, you wonder why you're always tired. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I gotta do cardio. Yeah, I do cardio. Important, so, important. but apparently, uh, it's crazy world in wrestling. Crazy things going on. Big big changes in wrestling. So we have a lot uh, to cover. T- yeah, I kind of wore the, uh, my like this is the. Um, it was my red con shirt, which they're always throwing me some stuff like that. And uh, this shirt, I put it on today because it reminded me, uh, like, um, the NXT logo mm-hmm. change, right? So, like, how everybody's, like, they're going with, like, the whole, this is, like, called Miami Vice, right? So, it's that, the it's Mi- Miami colors, colors and it's, like, kind of, like, you know, remember the old show Miami Vice of and stuff like I that? Do. So, that's what reminds me, like, the NXT logo is, like, very Orlando-y. Like, very Florida and Orlando-y, but, like, yet... Art deco, you know, or some so they're covering all kinds of things. Yeah. You know, well, um, if it's okay with you, uh, kind of like before we do get started, because like we said, there's a lot. Um, you know, a lot did happen in the wrestling world, both mm-hmm. good and bad, this week, and I just wanted to um, thank Daphne for you know being a revolutionary in women's wrestling and uh, being a really genuinely good person, and uh, I got to meet her. Uh, down at shine and you know everyone that met her loved her and if you you know it's been it's been said a lot but if you ever feel that you're in a place like that please don't hesitate to reach out for help because there's always going to be someone there you know to listen you know just please it's it's so it's so tragic what happened to Daphne yeah very tragic but unfortunately very common too among in the industry well all industries football uh and professional wrestling um i lived with luna for 18 years i was with her um who was not on top of just what wrestling's done to her but she was bipolar she was schizophrenic and and so put all that on top of that and the emotional roller coaster ride of professional wrestling and things and how it's not an easy world to handle you 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 either you build for it or you're not. You're not. It, 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 if you're fragile, it, and it, it can just destroy you. It's a tough, tough, tough industry, and I don't think people realize that. And then you get like great human beings that come through, like Daphne, which I didn't know very well, but it sounds from from your words, and, and I've heard from other people, was a tremendous person. You know, mm-hmm. she. Um, they it, it, it just, it's just, it's just, you know, definitely need some more mental awareness. Um, I've had some people reach out to me when that happened and said, "Hey," because they know I, that I run schools and training centers and stuff, and they go, I "Really think you should like put that in the program somehow?" Like, you know, mental things. And and I do though because I spent so many years. I I do talk about it. That's why I'm personally invested in each student that comes through that I try to get to know them and understand their personal lives and this and that to, to prepare them for this not so easy of an industry to to survive in because you know 
Um, to be fair, you're here. You one day you're, you're you're on top and you're king or queen. The next day you're sleeping in a, you're dining and sleeping in dumpsters, you know. And it can go the other way, but it doesn't go the other way too much. It usually goes from top to the bottom really fast and overnight. And it's hard to understand. And um, unfortunately, and she was younger too, so she was forty. And then you just you had you had um, the other young lady that I spent some time with. Um, uh, who who committed suicide? Well. Um, Last year, Ash. Uh, Ashley, yeah, Masari, yeah. right? So I was on a European trip, and she reminded me a lot of Luna, too, self-destructive, different things, trying to adjust to the, the whole change of things and, and the, the tumbling down and, and trying to get back up. And it's it's it could be a very cruel industry. It, it could be forgotten really fast, or you could feel like you're forgotten. You're not necessarily forgotten, but um, very hard to handle. It's very sad, and definitely do need more more uh, counseling and, and uh I think people need to be more observant to to the, the people they're around. Is there, if you're our trainer and, and you're breaking people into this industry, you really need to educate them and educate yourself on signs of, of depression or possible uh, mental things and stuff like that. Because it's very very real and it's 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 not like a, oh it's a one off here and there. It's it can be considered a, a pandemic itself, a suicide and. Mm-hmm. And depression is very, very real. And, and uh, I worry every day about my daughter, Anna, because I, I see her going through the brain surgeries, the ups and downs. And, and uh, she has a great support system. So, like, but still, I still see it in her eyes. I can still see, um, you know, there, there's a struggle every day just some for some people just to get up and take a breath. It's a struggle. And it's a very serious, very serious thing. Um, and no, it shouldn't be overlooked shouldn't go unnoticed it should be you should, we should educate ourselves on it as much as we should on everything but but it's something that's not going to go away and and i don't see uh any magical uh solution for it uh, besides just really educating yourself and, and being uh better human beings and, and and observing things and being supportive to stuff like that and 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 not being afraid to maybe approach somebody if you feel it's there not Definitely. be afraid that you're going to offend them because they may be afraid to to, to 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 say anything and they're so scared and they're so fragile they, they may need you to open up to them you know so you need to take a chance and just say hey what's going on and you talk you know yeah. and uh, share a smile people don't share enough smiles you know what i mean you don't know what that person's day is like you never know that that going that through. one frown or shitty remark you make to somebody could be that last straw that breaks the camel's back and and then that's it and it's yeah. all it takes really that's all it takes a, a rude horn honk in a parking lot could could be a chain reaction to a terrible terrible event and suicide doesn't it it, it ends for that person but it it carries on to their family and anybody that loved them or was connected to them or enjoyed them in the entertainment and, and was a fan of them it, it, it affects everybody so it, it's not just that person and um that person may be out what they think is pain but it's a terrible loss and it's it, it affects everybody and it's 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 it's, it's a very very sad situation it so is. much love and respect positive vibes to her family and and um, everybody in the wrestling world that lost a great individual um sorry and you know positive vibes and keep keep positive out there and you know write 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 to them even if they don't you don't think they read uh their twitters or their instagram stuff but I'll, I'll tell you i may not respond but i do read everything that comes through unless it's in some envelope i don't know how to open but then i, I still read them even if i don't respond or look at them i still read them and 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 i do appreciate every positive comment that comes through 
So, and I'm sure they will too. So don't don't be afraid to send up. Hey, I think you're awesome, or you, you what you did is amazing because you know that makes a difference too. And, and I thank you all for that for sending them to me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, to kind of to wrap it up, mental health, mental health is, is very important. And, you know, if I, I don't know, I, th- I think you said it very beautifully. And, and thank you for your words. And I think last night, uh, Nikki Ash paid tribute to Daphne. She wore a band on her arm. And oh, I thought that was a really nice tribute. Yeah. But whew, that being said, you know, I think it's important mm-hmm. to talk about, but we got a lot to cover this week. And I think mm-hmm. we have to start with AEW. Uh, Sorry, moment of transition. It's kind of hard coming from yeah. like a. No, I'm still, I'm still, you know, to be honest, I'm still, yeah, because like, it, it's so sad that it's almost so common that you're like, oh, okay, you know, and that shouldn't be common. No, we shouldn't take suicide and, and and a death of any nature common, but a suicide especially. Yeah. Um, means somebody's really suffering, but um, yeah. So all right, um, we get, I got to get onto a little brighter subject and. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no disrespect to that. Um, mad love and respect to her family and positive vibes. Um, so we, uh, boom, boom, boom. We had Raw in town last night. Monday yeah, Night Raw. That's um, true. I didn't make it out to the arena. I know that a lot of the students from CCW, I think they might have been out flying because they certainly didn't show up to class. So I, I don't know if they're watching Raw or they're out flying things, but I don't think they're even flying. So I think they, no, they were just out watching. Yeah, a bunch of CCW. Oh, you saw them there? Okay, yeah. so Raymond was there, so he can confirm. Yeah, but that might have there. not been the students. That might have been the one guy that came down and picked him up in the middle of class last night and took him down there. So I, I'm losing a little faith in, in people wanting to train to be professional wrestlers because it's a holiday. It was Labor Day, and it was Monday night, wrong time. But yet, I've seen a select few faces that I've seen in the last three years that I'm training to show up to like, put their work in. So. Well, let me ask, like, <laughs> do, do you think it's important, though, for your students to attend these live events, you know, to kind of get the feel for it, or is it more important for them to be physically there training? Well, what's the difference between sitting in the audience in a live event or watching on TV? Being around a crowd? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Energy from, from Energy, people? I guess. I don't know. I mean, good to watch it, I suppose. I, I don't know. I think you can see more home watching on it. Yeah, I guess you get the feel theory. of it, but uh, I, I I don't know. I, I I'm very torn because I'm old school, so I'm I'm thinking you need to be putting your work in in the ring anytime any chance you can get a chance to get some work in and get it in. I get it. You're a fan of wrestling, but uh, and we're all we're all fans of wrestling. And we wouldn't do it, and you can say we're all marks too, or we wouldn't do it. Like because <laughs> we do some stupid things for nothing, like out of the love of wrestling or being a fan of wrestling at, at some stage or some area. So that's a tough one, but. But I, I do get a little perturbed because I'm I'm a trainer and I, and I want to see people putting work in. But I, I'm thinking that like they weren't at Raw, I, I, and there was very few that were probably flying because I saw who picked the flyers up. I'm thinking they were just at barbecues and and beaches and stuff. And is what I'm saying. Invited? So so if they were at Raw and they were enjoying live entertainment and watching wrestling go down live and getting a feel and that, that whatever that's cool. You could look at that as training and yes, uh, educating yourself on uh, how to connect with a live crowd right. and stuff like that. But. I, my point was, I don't even believe they were even there. Mm-hmm. I think they were just home, attending a barbecue or, or, or half in a bottle or something or like. Uh, oh, half in a bottle. Half in a bottle, but we can, I can give some leeway because it was the new year. So if their religion, you, you know, and they're, they're Jewish and it was a new year, maybe they were in a sundown. So, but I don't think very few of the of Jewish nature there. Okay. But but, but yeah. I should have been home. I wasn't home. <laughs> Well, ne- next week's the big one. Next, yeah, next week I get is a fast the... or something. Right yeah, there. yeah, yeah. I'm Kapoor. Yeah. So <laughs> Raw, did I watch any Raw? It was tag team turmoil. I didn't see anything. Bobby Lashley was out. We've talked about Bobby Lashley a lot. Uh, he got choke slammed. Uh, 
I, they made a big thing out of that in RKO'd by Randy Orton. Um, I didn't. I didn't get. Choke Slam looked a little rough. I, I don't. I don't know. There was no trust there, yeah. or no. I don't know. How, well, it was because feet went down, and the bump Bobby Lashley took looked like a career-ending bump, not because it was big and fantastic, because it was just like I don't trust this guy, and and my lower back hit first and then my head. So I don't know. That was a rough. That was a rough transitional there. But the cutter uh, RKO, whatever Randy Orton calls RKO, right? So that looked tremendous. That he took that well, Bobby Lashley. But yeah, I don't know what's going on with the big fellow and AJ. Uh, that big fellow is a really nice guy. Um, uh, and he trains hard, but like um, almost. Okay, I, I didn't know if that's what's his name. Right. Almost. 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 Isn't it o? almost? Oh. Oh, almost. You you well, almost he, got it. Well, he almost choke slammed him, yeah. but, but it was almost. He almost did it. He almost did it. Uh, it might be a new move for he, he almost did it. But uh, he's a super nice guy. I've met him a few times. I've actually been in a ring with him uh, at, at the PC, and he's a nice guy. I don't he know is. what's going on though. He just looks so nervous when he's out there. He's, he's so new, though. He's, like he, he's still it's huge, new. but maybe they, maybe well, even do less or something. Okay. <laughs> well, since we're talking about uh, WWE, are we cool staying on that, or do we want to do AEW first? I'm good either way. What, what do you think? Okay, let's. Okay, I mean, I think we're talking about WWE. Let's let let's stick with it. So the big thing that came out in the past couple of days was their, you know, rebranding NXT. And I think you started talking about it when you were talking about your shirt. You're saying, oh, you know, yeah. it's all in yeah. colors representing. Oh look, we're here in Orlando. Yeah, and, it's like this is like Miami Vice. It says Soul South Florida, and they just. They came out one version of this. This is Redcon. They came out one version and they revamped it and came out another version of this. But it says like, hey, we're we're South Florida. We're, we're cool. We're trendy. This is, a, this is a, the Florida company. Then NXT now has the new logos, which to me, when I look at that logo, says so Orlando. It, it, Does it? To, to me, it's Orlando. To me, it says like trippy acid trip. That's what the hell Orlando is. I wouldn't is want it? to get caught there. Like, okay. Have you ever gone to Disneyland on acid? No. I have. <laughs> I have. Like, I don't Mickey recommend Mouse that, kids, when you like, listen to out there. But, like, you looked right into the camera, you're like... That logo's a hot mess, just like Orlando. <laughs> it's a like hot Orlando. mess. Orlando is a hot mess. That is a swamp ass of Florida. Like, oh, my... Damn. Man, no, I'm going to really straight... Feel. I shoot on Orlando. I can't stand Orlando. I liked living there. It is in the middle. There was no breeze. There was thunderstorms out the rear end and lightning strikes that terrified it at that area. Orlando was truly the hellhole of Florida, like Orlando. It's supposed yeah. to be the happiest place on earth, Disney, this and this and that. You got the PC Center. No, I believe it's a hell. It's just hell on earth. Okay. Right <laughs> like, you ever... How's your experiences driving into Orlando? I, I lived there for five that years. That traffic is ridiculous. It's bad, but so is Miami. <laughs> I know. You think Miami's, it's worth it in Miami? Yes, I, I think it's worth it in worse. Miami. Oh, because leave a comment below, the, guys. Anytime I've been on I-4 coming in, I am in a downpour of a lightning popping window to window. <laughs> and then people cannot drive up there because none of them are from there. Okay. And they're in rental cars and they're lost. Or they're drunk because they're on vacation. Oh, don't then, do that. Like, yeah. Don't do that. So uh, I don't know. In Orlando, I just get a lot of anxiety. Um, you know, sometimes I thought like, oh, that could be great if it was at the PC or something. You know, when you when you think about things in life, and I go, I couldn't live in Orlando. I would have to commute into it. I would have to live in like Merritt Island or something mm. on the coast. You know, no, I couldn't live in the center. Coco. Uh, Coco's great. Uh, Coco, Melbourne, all that's great. Titusville, all that's good. I like all that. I just don't like the being. In the center of the state. And then with that, you drop in every tourist attraction it possibly can be. That's true. And then every, and nothing against tourism because that keeps Florida alive, but uh, it's rough, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so uh, they throw them in. So, yeah, that logo kind of reminds me, like, of, of Orlando. I mean, it is all <laughs> over the place, this and this and that. I like the traditional yellow. I like the yellow one. I don't know why. So, sometimes it's like, if it ain't broke, right? So, yeah. To me, I mean, yeah, I think it, things did get a little difficult with AEW versus NXT. But what breaks my heart is how much love Triple H put into the NXT brand, and now what is he not even associated with? No, that he's still associated. He is still he? has very much. He's still running it. I mean, I think Vince and Bruce will have final say. They're too busy. Bruce Pritchard and it. How many shows is going on? Like how much? Yeah, Raw. Yeah, SmackDown. On top of all the other creative right and this and this and that, I think they're just gonna come in and and say yay or nay on some some stuff like like all right. No, I think they'll come in and go hey, we want to push Kid Cadet. Like, but we don't really feel the other one is here, so let's work her out of the program. This is the one. This is what we think are going to be on the main roster, so we want time invested in this person. And then I think they'll go, well, we don't feel this is there. They've already cleaned house once. Then they've had tryouts and hired people that are above 6'2 and 200-something. So they're going other routes. So they, they, they clearly have a, uh, something in their mind. I think they're just going to go back to what wrestling uh, was before all, all the, the flipping and flopping and stuff like that, which... I think there's room for both. So let let AEW have the like. I think they see they're diverse in a lot of smaller guys, but they're not really. Some of these guys are bigger now in AEW, and, and maybe bigger ones coming in. But I think WWE is going to go back to the. I don't want to say land of the giants, but they will look like giants. But they're not compared to what was. What was, but what 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 once was will be again. I think well, so. <laughs> like, what do you think about like? I guess they're saying, all right, there's an age cutoff. You know, if you're if you're older than 25, like, mm. you know, sorry about it. But me it. personally, see, I'm I'm not quite like ramming a conspiracy theory guy or anything like that. <laughs> but I'm thinking the change of this, Vince and then Bruce wanting to come in and have creative control, a final say, and all that, or more more hand on stuff. It all all stems to 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 the AEW going to to into Orlando. Mm. It all stems to them stepping into their backyard. So they're claiming, hey. They're, they're the new music for it, something in the South. What's it say? Something like so. Now they're staking. Like to me, to me, when I'm listening to it, I'm like, all right. Well, they went with these colors. They vamped this up. Boom. They're refreshing that product. It made it so Orlando. Now they're like referencing the South. Like, we are so Orlando. like they're saying like, hey, this is our 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 territory, like or whatever. This is like our hood. You're not gonna roll up my hood. So we're, we're, we got fresh signs up to let you know this is our. Hood. We're letting everybody know. So um, and they're coming in. Yeah, I, I think I think I think that I think. Um, I think maybe we said it on here where I thought Hunter was more Vince's competition, but now I, maybe they see things as a threat coming into Orlando and stuff like that. I, I don't know. know. I don't know. I'm just. A, I, I said I'm not a huge conspiracy guy, but sometimes I look a little deeper and, and I think like you know, is it all coincidental or no? But things do change. You have to evolve products. You know, yeah. Raw's evolved over the years. SmackDown's evolved over the years. NXT is going to have to evolve. Uh, Vince and him coming back in. I don't think. They're going to totally run things. I think they're way too busy to do that, to be honest. I mean, they could, they could come in and shut things down and say who they want pushed and this and that. But I think they went to a team. Didn't they go to a, uh, like a team? Is in like Vince, Bruce Pritchard, Kevin Dunn, mm, Nick Khan or somebody. I think they're all like overseeing it now. I think, I think they've gone back to that type of uh, stuff like when they were doing Raw, different things and stuff. So, I, you know, they're a little older. I don't know if they're so hip to the hop. They think they're hip to the hop. Uh, hip to the hop. Hip to the hop. What's what's new and what's fresh? You know, uh, uh, I don't it. know. What's lit? I guess is Raymond would put it. They like they think they're hip to the lit. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know if they are, but they know what once was can be again and will work. You know, the only thing new is what's forgotten. 
Um, they've still been around. I've seen a few generations of what's been forgotten. So they could recycle that and uh, repackage that with what's current and, and cool. So it's the two, two collide to probably make something really cool. Um, I, don't, I don't think it's a bad thing. You know, uh, Vince can be... He, in his mind, like I've said it here before, and it was said to me that, like, you know, you don't remember anything after three years. Like, you know, people don't remember if you're not done something in three years there, they don't remember you. So hmm. he's always looking. So WWE builds and creates new stars. So, I mean, you ever heard of Seamus before he went there? Mm-mm. How about your guy, Drew? What, Drew? Drew. Well, I knew... You know that, that that's a tough debate because I knew him from like Evolve was the first, but I guess that okay, was post. Okay, but 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 WWE made them stars, like, mm-hmm. like they're mega stars, right? Right? You would consider them at one point they were like champions, everything, right? So, mm-hmm. I mean, they make stars. I mean, Wade Barrett, you know, whatever he's called, uh, Stu Sanders. You ever heard of these guys? But they became major, major stars. Like, I and where where versus AEW, they're hiring in the major stars now instead of create. They were trying to create them, but I don't think it was working out so well. WWE knows how to create. A superstar. They really do know how to create a superstar. Build and and develop and make you a superstar. And um, you know, that's just what they do. They've they've done it and they've done it. It's 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 a proven formula. They're a factory of making superstars. Do you think that they'll bring in new trainers as well, or do you think that they'll kind of keep? I I worry for the other ones because there's some that have been there, like. Like some of my friends, I don't say their name out loud, but they've been there like 13 years. Like you got to wonder, like as they get up in their 60s, do they start worrying? Like, um, are they gonna have health issues and things gonna go sideways, mm-hmm. or are they paying them too much? Because as you see, they're cutting money everywhere. You told me there was a rumor that they cut catering. Like, like I don't know. Like, I, don't know. I, I think it's I think it's a thing. You think it's a thing? They got rid of catering. I mean, then then they're talking all these rumors of possibly selling, and they're entertaining. All offers. If you got a pitch, they're listening. So I, I don't know. Do, do you think it's? Do you think that could really happen? Do you think they're gonna? Because you know, oh, Disney. I mean, you think it's gonna go to Disney? Your favorite, the mouse. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know what I. I mean, they do tend to market to a lot of the younger kids and stuff. But but PG's also, I think, been it's. I don't know, man. That's a tough one. PG has helped them. Like they've always they stay solid with those younger ones, but. They're losing that, that, that. There's nothing like the attitude there, right? Like this PG stuff, the black blood, all that stuff. So, hey, who's so rude that they got their phone on in the studio? Uh, so, <laughs> like, um, now I lost my train of thought. Oh, no. Yeah, PG, PG, Disney would be what? G? <laughs> G? I, I don't know. I, I uh, just, what would I Disney, wanna... but Disney, I mean, Cougar Town, Disney picked up Cougar Town, right? I was on that Cougar Town. That's not, that's, that's, not, that's PG. That's yeah, not G. It's so, PG. so I, I think that would be PG. I don't think things would change if Disney took it over. Uh, uh, but why sell? Like, what's what's the reasoning? Just money, 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 money? Um, well, um, same reason I came in here this morning and I go, I'm so tired. <laughs> like, I mean, how old is Vince McMahon? 78, 70, late, late. And he's, maybe, maybe, well, maybe he's a control freak, right? He wants final say on everything. Maybe he just, if he can't do it anymore, maybe he'd rather somebody else have it but totally and he's Stephanie? out and like, and he doesn't why, why turn. Why not Stephanie and, and Shane O'Mac? I don't know. Why, why would he come in and like squash all the NXT guys and stuff when he brings them on the run. Maybe, I, I don't know. Maybe he doesn't, maybe, I, I don't know. Time will tell, right? I guess time will tell. I can't say that he doesn't like Hunter. I don't know. He married his daughter. I, I, don't, I don't know. But, you know, uh, 
Hunter has always been an opportunist. He's always like, I remember uh, when Vince gave a speech about, uh, we all need to be students of the game. Next thing you know, Hunter was the game. You know, <laughs> and he ran with that. So he, he's very smart and, and he sees openings, you know, he knows how to seize them, seize those opportunities and take those battles and turn them into big wins and, and wars uh, and survive and still be there. So he's, he's, he's tremendous at that. He's excellent at that. And um, maybe, maybe, maybe Vince even angling for that spot. Vince just doesn't want to give it up yet. Maybe he wants to come in. Maybe it truly probably feels he has a better idea than he always has. Um, whether it is or not, I don't know. Um, I like the NXT. I watched it today just to try to watch the... Uh, Final episode before they start changing things here in mid September, and um, I don't know. It was, it was all right. It seemed like there's a lot of English guys on there. Like I guess because the borders opened up, maybe they're bringing them in. Um, saw uh, Fabian Archer and uh, what were they called? Uh, they like they had the Australian music playing. Not, uh, not Australian, Austrian, uh, Austrian. The immense, immense. Sure. I. But I dug that solid tag team. Uh, I, I've worked. Uh, Fabian Archer, or whatever he's called now, is that what they call him? No, um, but he—I've uh, worked him several times in the UK. Uh, he's a hard worker, eighty, and uh, I, and I've seen the other guys tagging with over there on UK. But so like, there's a great tag team. He just looks like a really big D Malenko, and the other guy uh, is a big Alex Wright. But but they're solid tag team. So I dug that. Um, the dude that was in TNA, uh, LA Knight. Uh, oh. What was he at TA? He was uh, Eli Drake, I yeah, think. Eli, yeah, Eli. Yeah, he looks great. I, I thought he looked good. You know, nobody's going to be. He came in from NWA then, yeah. Did he come in? Yeah, he went to the NWA. He went TNA, NWA, right? And then came into there, right? So he looked great. There's some stuff. Mandy Rose looked good, I thought. I, I wasn't so sure of the finish with the girl, uh, Japanese girl from Japan that debuted. It was kind of weird. Uh, was a count out kind of thing, jumped her. But they're, they're doing stuff. But the thing, they're doing things, and it. it I don't know. I don't know what it really can change because it's kind of like I like the NXT brand the way it is. So I, I do too, and I, I know uh, that they dissolved the Japanese like brand as well. And I know I heard rumors that UK also was getting a revamp. I don't know if they're getting rid of the UK division, but I know there so, so many things are changing. It's just AEW. Well, that's why AEW stepped their game up. Like before, we said maybe they. I said that maybe they want competition. NXT was, but now maybe they are. Maybe they are. Maybe they are. You think so? I mean, you got Daniel Bryan now. Brian apparently. Danielson, yeah. yeah. Brian Danielson. What the hell is it called? It's called just call him the Red Dragon, American Dragon, American Dragon. American yeah, Dragon. Okay. Let's, like, well, let's kind of. Um, I, I, one of the things I wanted to ask, and I think we we briefly touched on this before, but I believe Lana's non compete contract is up like any minute now. <clears throat> and so, obviously, Miro has is having a really good run right now with AEW as the champion. Do you think did he, he would, retain? Yeah, he, he did retain. Thank he he did retain. Do Do you think he would have the benefit of having Lana go there to manage him? Because I always felt like that. I don't was think so Lana powerful. would give him a choice. I think she tried. Oh yeah, him. that's she, what she's gonna do. <laughs> uh, she's, no, he he loves her dearly. Um, yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I, I, I do know that she's doing a lot of acting classes and stuff. She, oh, right. I, I know that she's a lot, like, really into acting and has always been into acting. And that's why he's uh, was gotten into, like, acting. I think he took some acting classes. But I know they're spending a lot of time in L.A. because she's concentrating on, like, some acting or battle arts or something like that. I don't know. She's doing some stuff like that out there. So I think she's trying to further her career in that way. Um He's never mentioned nothing to me. I never asked either, though. But I guess everybody just kind of assumes you would think, oh, Miro's there, so she'll go there. But I, I don't know. But um, 
certainly room in the women's division. I think she's a great manager. Uh, I like the, the, the Russian and the Bulgarian type of thing and stuff like that. Uh, she's in this movie. Cosmic Sin is what uh, Rachel oh, did. Oh, so, so, cool. um, so she's in Cosmic Sin. Oh, I didn't. Wow. Oh, wow. It's like a Punisher type cool. of thing. So we're looking at Lana wearing like a Punisher outfit with a big ass gun. Oh, and, he's going to put uh, it on the screen. Um, so, yeah. So I, I don't know. I think she's concentrating a lot on that, which is cool. Um, it's easier on the body. Hmm. Um, royalties come in longer. <laughs> like, in oh, like, yeah. You'll mm-hmm. um, yeah, uh, like, that's why I laugh because I still get a check from Disney from the Cougar Town thing. Hell so yeah, like, man. I'm like, hey, and uh, sometimes they're good. Sometimes they're like 20 a cents. A couple but, cents. Yeah. Like, it's so funny. Well, speaking of the women's division, there was a major debut, which I think everyone knew was going to happen. This is AEW? Yes. Okay. So uh, the women. I, I totally, like, I've missed. I did not see the pay per view. We're going to get I, through I, it. It's just Tuesday. It happens Sunday. Listen. I'll probably see it tomorrow nope no we're gonna get through this so women can find a bootleg stream <laughs> <laughs> well to walk uh w- women's rumble happens and so there was you know they oh that's right they like naomi was in there uh, she sure uh, was uh, Kylan Kylan King was in there. so proud of her i texted her uh, we were yeah, cheering yeah, so yeah, loud right, right, so that happened yeah okay, yeah cool, it, cool, cool. it was great uh so basically the way that it worked there was like four you know different types of cards and then there was the joker and a debut from formerly Heidi Lovelace. It is now Ruby Soho. And she comes in, wins, which means now she's a contender for the Women's Championship. So are, are you a fan of Heidi? Have you ever had the opportunity to work with her? Any thoughts? Because I always thought she was literally one of the best when I knew her from the Indies. I'm trying to think of who Heidi Lovelace is. He- Heidi was, um, she was in WWE and she tagged with Liv Morgan. Oh, okay, okay. I'm trying to find like a good picture of her. So that's her like from the indie days. Okay. Yeah. I, mean, I, I don't want to like get on here and tell a fib. Like, like I'm, I'm like drawing a blank. Though. Okay. <laughs> so I knew Anna knew who she was because Anna brought it up to me. Anna yeah. told me everybody that came out. Anna was like, oh, yeah. Oh, she's so dope. Yeah. She, not, but you know what? Like I always say, like it's not just about being a wrestler; it's also about being a good person. And she is one of the best. I'm, oh, I'm such oh, a fan of hers, especially because it's of that. Good to stuff. hear. But who did 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 somebody named, not Ruby Riot? No, that that's her. That's her. Yeah. Oh, Ruby Riot. Okay. All right. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I know that tag. Yeah. Well, no, I did the other the, the whole name Lovelace was throwing me off. Okay. I, I sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Ruby Riot. And now Ruby she's Riot. Ruby yeah. Okay. Soho. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. No. No. Cool. Yeah. No. She's good. Yeah, big big pop, huge debut. Audience went crazy. Once again, I think we all knew it was going to happen. Um, and another debut that I think people were a little less like expecting was at the end of the night, you know, a huge match with Kenny Omega and Christian. Mm-hmm. Lights go out, and it's Adam Cole. Oh, baby. Baby. There you go. Adam Cole, baby. <laughs> and very surprising because everyone's like, where's Daniel Bryan? Where's Daniel Bryan? Because I, I don't think that everyone was expecting him. You know, like Raymond and I were even saying before. Did it, let me ask you. Mm-hmm. Anybody cry like when CM Punk came out? I cried a little. Did you cry a little? Well, I, I, I certainly cried for Daniel Bryan. But yeah, I thought so, it was exciting. So he turned down the million dollars a year offer is that what he was offered that's what i heard right and that was the rumor i thought that, that wwe was prepared to give him a million dollars a year I mean, like what? so what does that mean aw did what did they offer his what? girlfriend his girlfriend She's yeah there. I mean, why, don't see you i know how that works because because no because i was offered a, a contract with all japan which they don't offer like a lot of contracts but they offered a year contract for me to tag with bobby duncan and all japan in 98 and wwe they offer uh, a contract which 
I was I'm truly honest, not interested in. But Luna wanted me to take that. Now, if I wouldn't have taken that contract, there would have been no gang corral. And it probably wouldn't have been here 20 years later because even on a lower mid-card level, WWE builds what? Stars. They make star power at last. Star, show power, star power. And all, all They build that. So I, I, I was probably blessed that I went that route because I still have all these great opportunities today doing what I love and wrestling every weekend is getting growled. It was a perfect entrance. and so There's a lot of things involved, but it wouldn't have happened if I stayed in all Japan. So now, so Eve's probably presented that same choice, but his girl is in AEW. So let's see what happens there. Let's see if his future works out as well. I know. think it will. I mean, he immediately aligned himself with, you know, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. And... Yeah, but I think he's, I, I, see, I, I'm a big Adam Cole fan. I think he's Me fine. But I think he's fine by himself. I don't think he needs to align himself with anybody. I, they should, they should package and build them as a star as he should be. Okay. You know, that's just so, me though. I, I don't think you should share the limelight with anybody or, or ride in on anybody else's things. There should be, should be vignettes, this, take their time and build them like a star. They learn how to build stars, make people stars. They got too many. I, I, it's one of my frustrations there because they spread yourself out all over trying to make oh, everybody, they're sprinkling stardust on everybody. But, but you need to build some stars that you can build your company around. So instead of like doing that, they went and just hired stuff that WWE already built or didn't want. But they wanted Adam Cole. That's the difference. They wanted him. The other ones, they didn't really... I think Fox wanted CM Punk there, but maybe WWE had a hard-on or something or whatever, didn't want him. Uh, Brian, I don't know what the situation was, why Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryan, or whatever went there. I don't know what that situation is. Um, Maybe more creative uh, control, you know, I... I, I he's tired of the yes, 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 or did he do the yes, yes, yes there? Yeah, he, he didn't, but... The people did it. So, what, what Dane Bryan said, he said Vince McMahon was too protective over him. Because, I guess, because it's prior injury. Mm-hmm. He wanted to be able to actually wrestle. He wanted to be able to push his limits. Okay, that's So, that's why he, um, he, said, like, he said he loved the company, but he said he's- Mr. Man was just too protective over him. Okay, that makes sense. So... What Raymond is saying is he's saying Daniel Bryan or Brian Daniels. What is it now? Brian Danielson. Brian Danielson is saying this man was too protective and he wanted to wrestle more. Do we believe that? You believe that? I think you wouldn't I think that you wouldn't think that vegan loving earth hippie would lie? No. <laughs> you don't think you, you don't think that's a, you don't think that's a nice way of saying I, I hate Vince McMahon's guts and I wanted to go somewhere else because I'm tired of being. A, oh, oh, okay. So oh, no, I don't know this. I'm just saying. Do you think because that sounds so political? I uh, <laughs> I'm not trying no. to be a dick because I love it, but you know I, I love the company and all, but they were really protective over me. I, 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 that sounds like an abused abused girl in a bad relationship. Well, I, I don't know because oh, I he doesn't beat me. Um, they were just very protective over me. No, like, I, I think like, it was the same situation with Christian. You know, like Christian could have gone back to WWE, but I don't think that they would have given him the same opportunity because he had so many concussions and stuff. And I don't know. I, well, no, they think Christian's old. Like, they, they, like he's older. Like, so yeah, older he's older. He's Christian. older, and Christian still had a lot to want to prove. Now, but the, exactly, the, that's how I feel about Brian too. Doesn't have nothing to prove. He's at the top of his game there. Proved everything he proved, but maybe he still feels like he's got more. But are we going to believe that he's saying that they're? He said that, but do we believe that that he's saying? Oh, they were just too protective. I do. Do you? I think so. Raymond, do you? I'm also naive. So the rest of the world out there, what do you think? Yeah, guys, <laughs> because this sounds like a super <laughs> like uh, to me. It sounds like that's just a so political way out to not bury that company because they took good care of him throughout the time. Yeah, but it could have been that and one thing. It, you know, it, 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 maybe it felt like like maybe that's just. 
a way of justifying what he felt like. But maybe, like, who knows? They brought him back. He's made him a lot of money. They made him a star. They built him a star. They, they took a dude that was under mask called the American Dragon and built him into this, like, just like incredible superstar, right? So, And he's a great guy, too. So he's a really nice guy. So he deserves everything he gets. And he yeah. remembers... All his friends and people, he, he has never turned his. He's, he's, he, I know for a fact that he still writes the people in UK and when he when he's on tour, like all the old wrestlers, he would get them in and bring them to the back, and make sure they were taken care of. So he's a tremendous human being. So I'm not saying he's not. I'm just, I'm just trying to weed through if I believe that. that okay. That phrase. But it could be. I mean, I don't think Vince. When has he ever been protective over anybody? We're all oranges. You squeeze, you squeeze, you till you pulp, till there's nothing left in you. Boom, and then they chuck you. And then you go, oh, you reinvented yourself and you got healthy again. Hey, uh, maybe we can squeeze you some more and get some more juice out of you. But you're not going to let him wrestle, though. Like, if they were saying to him, look, you know, we're scared for your neck or whatever, they don't want to see someone, like, injure themselves to the point of no recovery. So they were going to just let him go? Then I think. So then he got let go. You think he got let go? <laughs> no, he didn't he said, get he let go. They offered him a really good deal to stay. Yeah, a special, a special deal to stay. A special deal, so they probably want to be like an agent or less matches or something. Yeah, and he just wanted to wrestle, maybe. Yeah, he just okay. wanted to wrestle. That, that's uh, what I assume. Yeah, all right, maybe. Maybe. I, listen, we don't have to agree on everything, but yeah. I, I would like to know what everybody else thinks. You look in a kaleidoscope, you see a lot of different colors. Everybody's gonna see a different set of colors, you know. I don't know, but he's a good guy. He's a great dude. He's a Tremendous human being. So, like, anything he does, I'm super happy for him. If that's what he really wanted, and that's where he wants to be, I'm, I'm happy for him. And, and, you know, maybe he's there with, like, because there's people that, that uh, he can relate with, you know? And maybe they like that, like, hey, I, I just want to do 15 leg slap kicks to the face today. Oh. So, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm not taking any jabs. I'm just saying. Yeah. Maybe that's where he feels like he, he's going to have a better quality of Maybe he wants to have more fun on his way out. Totally. That could be it. Maybe he just wants to have some a last couple of years of fun or another year of fun and then, and then go. Because he's got money. He's smart. Well, I know for a fact that dude's super smart and he saved every dime he has. He probably has his first penny he ever earned somewhere, somehow. No, I'm, just, I'm serious. He's like, like I have none of my money. I, I was not very smart. But I had a really great life. Too bad I can't remember from all the shit I did. But... But uh, it was, I was, a good, it was a good run. I was, was also going to say, though, like, you know, the the glory days of, like, the indie scene was, you know, when he was the American Dragon or, or Daniel Bryanson and also with the Young Bucks and stuff. Yeah, I'm so stuff. excited to see what's to come. And, like, kind of what you were saying about Adam Cole, are they going to align him or is he going to be, you know, on his own? <sighs> Only time will tell. Maybe tonight right? or tomorrow night or whenever this drops. Uh, tonight. So right? they did. They, they came out. So they both debuted. They both debuted. I didn't see it, so I'm asking. Mm-hmm. So they both yes, debuted. Correct. Any physical contact, or was it just like when CM Punk debuted? No. Um. So they there was a bit of a schmoz like schmoz. at the end. Okay. Yeah, it kind of ended between with, the two of them. Uh, kind of between their two different groups. So between the groups, between the groups. Why do they gotta be in groups? But it could have just been for the debut. Like I don't. Well, like I said, time will tell. I just I didn't understand Miro. I'm the best man. He came out with. He had to come out with. Uh, what's his name and the girl uh, Miro the best man they were getting married Kip I think oh yeah and, uh, and yeah. Penelope right why what sense did they're that best even, friends I don't they're know best fr- I don't know but what sense why do you have to debut with some white can't you be built build a star build the trust their talent trust your booking and your mind and talent and, and build them be a star, like like on their own, like not in a group. Don't why do you have to? Oh, I'm gonna debut with DX, but then I'm breaking off a week later. Like, 
Oh, if I'm at DX, I want to stay in DX because they're like, cool, but like DX didn't need me and I didn't need it. Like, how is that? I don't know. I think that's what, you, what you're saying right there is the difference between EW and WWE. <laughs> like, I, I literally think you nailed it. Yeah. they, th- Yeah. So, but nothing against, I mean, whatever. People want to watch and it's cool. Like, cool stuff. It's just. Um, it was. It was. It I just think they, really they're, I, they keep their stars and they can be built as star. And I think they can carry their own though, especially Adam Cole. And, and of course. Brian's proved that time and time again, Mr. Danielson, or whatever he's called, Daniel Bryan. What is he called now? But, well, Brian Danielson. Brian Danielson. <laughs> Which I think is his birth name. Like yeah, well, yeah, I was doing with Brian, so that, yeah, so like the Daniel Bryan thing. So Brian Danielson, yes, tremendous person. And yes, he could be a star on his own. I don't think he has to come out with a group and start a smods and jump into everybody else's bullshit. I think they could have just do their own thing. And Miro especially. I don't, I think that that whole route. But, but Miro is where he is now, and I think he's doing good. I didn't see his match. How was his match? Good. Yeah, it was a good match. It was uh, Miro and... Um, uh, uh, of course, I'm not going to remember. Uh, no, 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 no. He was talking. Oh. There's all the hype to it. I saw the... Uh, freaking guy that took... Sh- yeah, just... Eddie, just Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston. Oh, yeah, Eddie and, Kingston. and I love Eddie. 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 Eddie was going to fight him. He's from the hood. You challenge me. I'm a chomp if I don't go. Yeah, I saw the promos and stuff. Yeah. Um, Eddie Kingston's like... He's he a believable, talk. like... He's believable, like, street characters. You know, that street mentality, that street attitude come in. Um, I don't. He still was he wearing jeans and uh, <laughs> but um, no. So Miro, Miro came out on top on that. That's good. I'm glad to keep pushing. I'm not against Eddie because I like Eddie, but I, I believe Miro deserves to be pushed. He looks great. He's fantastic. He's in the gym. Um, he believes in tanning. Tanning. <laughs> Tan wrestler. Sorry, kid. <laughs> like it's the okay. vampire to the right over there. This, oh, the old school guys. I trained them, so it's like, yeah, you, know, you gotta have that '80s Hogan tan. Going, <laughs> you know? yeah, like, if you got time, if you got time, all right. So you got a taping tomorrow. We got TV tomorrow, and you only have time to either go to the gym or to go tan. Now, see, in our mentality, if you only have time to do one. Which one are you choosing? Oh, me personally? Oh, I'm going to the gym. You're going to the gym. Oh, yeah. Well, wrestlers are going to tan, especially white wrestlers are going to tan. Because a tan will make a difference in a day. Or the gym won't make a difference in a day. you got to go to the gym every day a week to make a difference. Gym is a lifestyle, right? Tanning will make a difference for TV. But now they have all this paint on tan stuff. Oh, yeah. And and all, I've walked in the locker room once and they're all rubbing each other down with tanning stuff. I thought it was like oh. some erotica video. Like, what is going on in here? <laughs> and they're in like, hey, it's a shake and bake. Like, shake and bake what? Shake and bake, baby. <laughs> You're like, orange. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't like but but the, the old school ones that came in the tail of the 80s are probably trained by people from the from that were in the 80s. <laughs> they're like, tan, 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 tan. Like, Beavis and Butt-It. <laughs> tan, 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 tan. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. That was, that, that was, yep. Tan. Was so, that. yeah. So, if you only have choice to do one, you go tan. Okay. And there's nothing like the actual sun, too, you know. That Ugh, good old vitamin D from the sun. Okay. I'm a tan pirate. Yeah, I noticed. You're, you are. <laughs> I do. I do that. Yeah. I, I, I was the tannest guy in the roster. Nobody noticed. Like, I, the white puffy shirt, so it really bring, you'd really see that you're brown when you're wearing it. But I don't want to be a pirate shirt. The white puffy sign for shirt, right? So you got that on, and it, nobody knows. I, I tanned like twice a day. There were some days that I tanned three times. I know that's not healthy. Please don't do that at oh home. Oh, my gosh. But I was definitely a tan pirate. I would literally... I would literally hit the tanning bed like in the morning at the gym and train. Then go for a bike ride on the beach in the sun, and then get an afternoon workout again, tan and everything. And then when I was like running Demon Lincoln School, I'd actually go train the wrestling school. Or but on, on the road, I pretty much did the same thing: eat, train, tan, train, eat, tan, something. You know, anytime. Sounds like the Jersey Shore, doesn't yeah. it? Like, eat tan laundry. Yeah, tan laundry or whatever. Yeah. Sounds that's a t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, there yeah, you go. Got it, yeah. But yeah, no. So yeah, if you only have a choice for one thing, 
you, know, you got to choose. It's it's going to be a tan. And, I, and right. I, I, Miro's looking pretty tan. He's looking good. He's looking lean, though. So he's hitting the gym. He's finding time for both, obviously. So Well, it, it, it's interesting that you said that because one of the things before we get into Pandora's box, obviously, CM Punk now there really... I, I really enjoyed his match with Darby. I liked. Oh, what is? Yeah, I didn't see that. So it was, yeah. it was well, I so so it wasn't like it was like good, right? Yeah, so, it, it was. Once you didn't have all these high hopes, and you went, oh. No, no, I I enjoyed. Did Darby deliver? Did the punk Darby deliver? All, did they, they both deliver? They all. I mean, look, Darby always does. Was in, Sting in my involved opinion. too? No, I mean, no, no. Sting came in at the end and shook CM Punk's hand, and oh, and I respected that so well, much. Oh, spoiler was, alert. What? Hey, is that a spoiler? spoiler? I don't know. It's only two days. Out. What are you talking about? We're talking about <laughs> For everything me, else. Spoiler. I'm so sorry. That. My bad. All right. Sorry. So, all right. So no sting involved with a handshake. Okay. But uh, I, I know CM Punk said that he really appreciated the schedule of AEW as uh, like, um, yeah. you know, compared well, to WWE. <laughs> compared to which WWE? Like like the time I was there or the WWE now? I don't know. Did I say CM Punk? Did I say yeah, CM Punk? Yeah, yeah. You said okay, CM Punk. Sorry, you sorry. said CM Punk yeah. appreciated the schedule better than WWE, which... which um, so what is AEW scheduled now? TV, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, or is it Thursday? What is the TV? It's Wednesday. Wednesday, Friday. That's it. That's all they're doing. Right? There's no house shows. It's just Wednesday. Not Friday. Rampage? They're doing all the taping. They tape Rampage after. They only yeah. did it for those Smart. two. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's, Rampage is rarely going to be. So on. that is AEW schedule? Just one day. Just one day. Well, I imagine they would appreciate it being a little older and stuff like that because you got four other days of the week you know i'm sure you got a day you come in early and a day you tape and a well, day and you come home and too, recover which is gonna be in Orlando, right? so like the schedule <laughs> the schedule like wwe's yeah they're 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 Tired. you're 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 in a you're in a uh, you're in a machine you know it's a machine so uh when i was there i would would do uh i'd go out on the road on sometimes thursday but it was like friday for sure saturday sunday uh, where house shows, if, if not pay-per-view on Sunday. Monday, Tuesday, TVs. And then Wednesday, you could go home and sometimes you'd be back out on Thursday. But sometimes you had it off and you'd back out Friday morning. So, But because so I, I was with Luna and I was on the road with her so much, they figured it was okay. They sent me to third-party stuff. So I would literally stay out on the road and not even come home for three weeks. Like I would just That's stay so on the road hard. for three weeks. But um, eat, tan, sleep. <laughs> train go again wrestle ah so um yeah I, it's a tough schedule and i i get that when you're older in life like, like now i'm like all the stuff i'm doing now i'm going yeah that sounds good just having to do a wrestling one night a week maybe it's a long day maybe it's a 24-hour day but it's just one day a week and then you mm-hmm. you know so you go the day before tuesday you do that wednesday you get home thursday recover but then you start friday saturday sunday monday to have a life family kids um you know, gym, proper training, physical therapy, whatever. You get a little banged up, TV, you're, you're rehabbing it all through the week. So, yeah, I can see where they would appreciate that a lot more. Yeah, do they still have catering? I know. I would think so. Oh, think, see, I this could weigh it out. This could change my whole whole view of everything. They keep catering and WWE squashes. That could cause a lot of people to jump. Because <laughs> like, I was one of those. Uh, unfortunately, if you look at my body, you could tell I was one of those guys that appreciated good catering. And I could tell you, Milwaukee, the Bradley Center, or Bradley Center, Brady Center, Bradley Center, whatever, Milwaukee. That was a good place. Oh, that catering was tremendous. What, what's like your go-to? Like, what's like a good day? You're like, yes, this is what we have to eat. I go right to the desserts. <laughs> like, okay. I eat dessert first. But, um. No, they always had very healthy stuff. There was there was bad stuff too. They literally had like 
tacos and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if that was for the the, the the guys driving the trucks and stuff like that. But um, no, they'd always have like a grilled chicken. I don't. They always have great versions of grilled chicken. But but yeah, Milwaukee had the best catering. It was always good. It Damn! Was just, Shout out to Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah, they had tremendous catering. Yeah, yeah, that could swear of a whole thing. If WWE drops catering, AW keeps it. They only got to do one one taping a week, so they only get catering for that one day. But it's a long day, so it's probably a lot of catering. So just say it's a two day of catering in one day. I yeah, I could see where they'd all want to. Like, I could see where they'd fancy that schedule, well over traveling. Especially when you're, when you're older in your years. Not not that you're old, but you have families, and you're trying to save your marriage, <laughs> you know, or or you have kids you want to raise. Quality, not not from long distance and phone calls. You know what I mean? Which which most all the wrestlers that paved the way, blood, sweat, and tears. And none of them, a lot of them didn't make the money that the. the people are making now and, and to elevate wrestling to where it is now um the attitude era was a different thing there was money to be made and so I'm, I'm not complaining at all um but i know prior to that you know people like the rock and roll express and different people they sold out buildings after buildings the free versus and this and that but there wasn't the money and the opportunities for outside of the industry as there is now like in, in acting and different you know movies and entertainment and stuff like that so um yeah it's a whole different world uh in that sense so uh but yeah they should always show love to the, to those older guys and i'm talking about me but the ones before me if they're still kicking around breathing air and they show up they i hope they show some good respect to them because they didn't have all this great stuff that's going on and, and amazing schedules and different things like that all right so <laughs> around the world and back again we've covered all kinds of stuff so it's about that time for what's in the box what's in the box, so in the box? i'm too tired to even do a good what's in the I thought it was very oh, decent. Okay. Okay. So, so Pandora's box. So uh, is is now pretty much. I guess it's been on every segment. <laughs> like, well, yeah. I had to do it the first three by myself. Think. All right. Oh, there it is. Are you ready? <laughs> okay. All right. We got a couple in here. Yeah. Maybe they're all a couple. in orange. I see a lot in here. <laughs> ready? All okay. Right. Here we go. Oh, I saw this question and I liked it, and I think we've talked about it before, but this is from okay. It looks Persona. like it's zombie, oh, but no. it's like Z0M813. Clever. Okay. 8675309. Yeah, Tommy Two Tone. Who can I turn to? We'll have to do a karaoke one. We haven't <laughs> sang in a while. Uh, what are your thoughts on the show or movie What We Do in the Shadows? Because they want to see you in a cameo on the show. So you've asked me that. I said mm-hmm. I haven't seen it yet. So, like, I'm like, no. Okay, so he needs to watch Seven. You need to watch What We Do in the Shadows. It's, that's a series it's not a it's, it's both so the oh. movie came first and then they did a series based on it. it's from uh, Taika Waititi um, which one did Johnny Depp did was Johnny Depp in the movie neither uh, what, what vampire movie did he do that would be uh, 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 oh my gosh I hate this because Alice Cooper's in it oh my god <laughs> <gasps> how do I not sh- uh, sh- somebody tell me now I'm so embarrassed. I, I don't know, but he did one that was really artsy kind of vampire. Yeah, it was based on a TV show from the 60s. 60, yeah, okay. I need to know. Oh, Raymond. Right. All right, but while, while he's figuring that out for you, I, I've been seeing what's in the shadows, so I... But thank you for wanting to see me on there. Is it a comedy? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's on. a comedy. It's it's so good. The The movie is phenomenal. The TV show is all right, so, superb. Uh, is Dark, Shadows? Dark Shadows. Thank you. It. So I knew Shadows. That's why it was Shadows. You got it. Right? Is it a movie? Yeah, that's yeah. the movie based on the TV show, yeah. and Alice Cooper's in it. So, like, where would I find these to, these to watch? FX. So the TV show is on FX, or you can watch it the next day on Hulu, non-sponsored. The movie, that's a good question, maybe Amazon? 
I own okay. it, so I don't. So the, which one are you telling me to watch? Both. Both. <laughs> Both. Oh my gosh, it, it's different vampires. In the House of Vampires. Mm, yeah, yeah. It's like True Blood. No. No. Nothing like that. True Blood was good. For I, like the first three seasons. True. Yes. Then I when they, you know, they started like molesting fairies and stuff. We don't do that. Like, they were like we sucking fairies' blood and stuff. You can't do. But, you, would you be a fairy? Would you be a vampire? Oh, I'm a vampire. I'm I'm vampire yeah. adjacent. So okay. I feel like by association, right. Raymond and I now are vampire adjacent. Did, did Raymond send you that ridiculous thing trying to prove that sirens are real? <laughs> I didn't see no. what he was even talking about. I, I actually clicked on this TikTok thing. And I didn't see these sirens. Oh, he just kept talking about it's the government's on my boat. And what? Like, I don't know. It's some some propaganda crap. Okay, something. well, like, talk. Uh, he's trying to like push this sirens thing. Like so, I don't know. Um, okay. Like like, uh, whatever. Yeah. Um, no, I haven't seen it, but I will. Uh, I can see it on Hulu. You said yes. Or it's FX. So if I go on my channel and I go uh, on demand, yeah, check on it demand. out. It's okay. every Thursday night. The new season. We're two episodes or three episodes in. It's fantastic. And Batista did have a cameo on it. Last did he? Was yeah. He like... it, it was a quick cameo. Was but... he like when he was that hotel one or which one? No, was that? That, was, that was so cool. I love that movie. <laughs> what was the name of that? No, I'm not going to remember that either. Uh, something Amstead Hotel that. or something hotel. Yeah. Uh, but he was like the keep, like like the cleanup guy in there or something. Right. That was, that was kind of cool, yeah, actually. he's legit. He's, yeah, hotel something. Hotel but, something, yeah. Yeah, but I, I think that you would But not Stuber. Oh, to Artemis. Artemis, yeah. Artemis, yeah, yeah. Ar- Artemis, Thank Artemis. You so much. Like Artemis. Raymond yeah, is just like on it today. Yeah, I didn't see the Stuber thing, but I saw Hotel Artemis. I like that. that was good. Yeah, me too. I liked yeah. it a lot. So, okay, so what we do in the shadows, I recommend if you guys haven't seen it, and hopefully we'll see you on an episode in the future because that would be fun. Right. Right and wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you're good. You're good? I'll I think, see it. I'll watch it. I think we need some more coffee. I ran Pumpkin out of the coffee. Spice. I ran out of the coffee. But we're in the home stretch. We're in the home stretch. All right. Stretch. So here's the next one. This one's from. Um, I got some chalice juice here, though. Chalice juice? Chalice juice. It's very good today. Cran pineapple. Mm. Highly recommend. Okay. So this one's from Meteor Mom. <laughs> Sorry. You know what that sounds like? You know when people used to shake hands and they had the secret buzzer in their hands? And like, I can't even do it. It's like Michael like... Winslow making sound effects over here. Okay. This is from Meteor Moan. It's just a reflex. <laughs> what do you think about Raven? Raven, And if the brood hypothetically had feuded with Raven's flock? It's always been one of my dreams alongside Sting and The Undertaker. Oh, dream matches alongside Sting and The Undertaker. Well, uh, I think with, what I think of Raven, I think he's super, super smart. Uh, I knew him as Johnny uh, uh, Scotty Debody. He started out in Florida Championship Wrestling, and he just wore boxer shorts. Oh, that's so he had a tremendous body. He wrestled in boxer shorts. He was called Scotty Debody. Okay. And then he went to Texas or something. He was still Scotty Debody. Then he became. Did he become Scotty Flamingo or something from there? I don't know. Then he became Johnny Polo in WWE, and he was Johnny Polo, and he was more of a manager than a wrestler. And so he was Scotty Flamingo, then he became WCW, Scotty Flamingo, Johnny Polo in WWE, and then um, then he became Raven. And what I could tell you about uh, Scotty is he's super nice. He's intelligent, like like what's that Mensur? What are that Mensa? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like super smart. Like him and Sandman both like incredibly intelligent people. So. Really ahead of time things, and he used to tell me I was doing the vampire thing. He'd be like, "You know, Dave, you gotta, you gotta, uh, you, you, you should just get a flannel shirt and some jean shorts." So he was doing Johnny Polo at the time, 
So he was telling me to do the Raven character. <laughs> he was like, you should, you should get some jean shorts, wear a flannel shirt, come out, you know. And he was telling me to do all, he, really, he was trying to help me. And, you know, I was just so in deep and involved in the, the vampire stuff. And then, um, I don't know, whatever, he left, popped up in ECW, he's doing the Raven thing. And I was like, wait, he just told me to do that whole grunge character <laughs> that thing. So, you know, so I know that he truly meant it because he took it and did it himself and it became Raven. You don't even remember the other characters, do you? It's just I, Raven. I, you hear Raven, you think Raven. Raven, yeah. I'd say a Raven. You don't say, oh, Johnny Polo, Scotty the Body, or Johnny Flamingo, whatever he was called. Scotty Flamingo, right? Johnny Some Black Scotty Flamingo. Flamingo. So, yeah. yeah, so you think Raven, so it was an iconic character in a revolution ECW. Uh, uh, it was a revolution. Uh, so, uh, so I have a lot of respect for him. He's done a lot. I think he's very, very smart, and um, I get along very well with him. Now, Brood versus Flock. Well, you had uh, Sick Boy in the Flock. Lodi, one of my favorite people. Lodi, Lodi was in there, right? Mm. Lodi rules. Lodi's one of my favorite people. No, he's a good guy. Lodi's a super, super good dude. Uh, Lodi. So uh, I think it'd be interesting. Um, the flock outnumbers the brood, though. No, how many people are in the flock? Oh, they had God, like they had yeah. a flock was like Lodi and Lenny. Was Lenny in the flock too? I don't know. I mean, they were tag team, but that, uh, then you had Sick Boy. But yes, I had somebody else in the flock. Uh, I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the brood because it's home team, home team. You know, kick the visiting team's ass. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go brood, brood all the way. Brood. Okay. Because the brood still, uh, including myself. Anybody, the new brood and the old brood, we're all currently still wrestling. They're all wrestling in a major company. I'm still floating around every weekend, being, a, but I'm still wrestling. I'm in a ring seven days a week. It's the flock. That's the question. Where the flock That's is the, the flock? Question. Where the flock is the flock? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I do know Sick Boy still wrestles, and Sick Boy looks great. He's bigger than ever, and he's scary. He's got big, big-ass biker beard. So he does pop up here and there in the Carolinas, because I think he lives in... Um, he lives in uh, South Carolina, uh, Hilton Head, like the Hilton Head area of South Carolina. So he pops every once in a while. Lodi is in tremendous shape, and he's still wrestling. So the flock is around, but is Raven still wrestling? So, so I don't know. Uh, Lenny, I think Lenny came came back briefly, Lodi's partner, but I'm not. I can't remember if Lenny was in the flock. I just remember Lodi and Sick Boy, right? And uh, but. There was more people, right? I, I think know. so, yeah. There was a lot more, right? Um, I don't yeah. know. I think Raymond would know that because Raymond's into these dark characters and stuff. Yeah. But, but I'm, I'm going to say the Brood had youth, so they have longer longevity. So the Brood still, they're still running and gunning in, in major companies. So that major company, not me, but but Matt and Jeff are, are both split split companies and Christian and Edge are both split companies. And they're all both all well-respected in, 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 in major spots. So they're good. Now me, I'm still out there. Now I don't know. Maybe I think sometimes I think I have a harder life than him because I'm wrestling some different guy every week in different promotion that's coming up. So I'm drawing every 19, 20, and 22 year old that's chasing the stars. Where they're up there with professionals <laughs> that wrestle for a living, like an actual living or not. They've already done that journey and, and had all their ups and downs. So they're they're at a safer level. So 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 I'm gonna give myself some props and say I'm a little ragged and rough, yeah. like running, but 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 not really, but. But brood, brood, brood home team, brood home but, team, home also, team rules. You're also teaching the fruit, the future of broods and flocks. You know, it's like that's that's are a big there, part of it too. There is a lot of Raven fans that come to the school. Are the there? Flock. Yeah, yeah, you can see it. You know, the, uh, my favorite thing is when they walk in the door. Like they, uh, when the first day they come in to check the school out, they're always wearing their 
their favorite wrestlers t-shirts or something you know so you get a good idea what where you're what you're going to be dealing with you know okay yeah um this next one's a little interesting uh this is from steven g Stephen G. Like the G. first, G's like, brother totally. He, he plays the tuba. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen G. and tuba. Along with Kenny G. and uh, whatever. Saxophone. Saxophone. All right. Uh, Saxophone. Saxophone or saxophone? Kenny G. Steve G. Where are we at? Yeah. Oboe? Oboe. What does he play? Anyway. I don't know. I have to go watch okay. South Park or The Simpsons when he lived in the mall or whatever, whichever <laughs> one it was. <laughs> well, Stephen G whatever relationship, uh, they want to know what you could tell them about Edge and Lita's relationship. And was any of that real or was some of it a work? I was home with a broken neck when all that went down. So, <laughs> um, work. I don't think it was a work. I don't think it was a work. It was I, think there was some legi- I think it was some legitimate heat there. I- I'm not sure. I think everybody's over it. I don't know. It's not even really my business to comment on. I guess it was public. You would know more than I know because literally I was in my own world home with a broken neck at that time. I wasn't on the road or anything, so... I missed all that hoopla and all that domestic drama. So I don't know, but they all seem to be good with each other now. Good. I think. I, think. I don't know. Nobody talks about it. I don't. I think that's the first time. That's first time I've heard about it in, in forever. But um, it's funny how that one ended up in Pandora's box, Raymond. But um, but uh, yeah, yeah, Raymond likes drama and gossip, you know. But I don't have any on that to be uh-huh. honest. Yeah, okay. I mean, uh, I think anything. All right, so. You know, I'm not talking about this relationship, but it could be. I don't know how that went down or what happened, but in in wrestling itself, like, so you think WWE schedule. This is where AEW schedule way is better for a family than than WWE because you're riding, right? So you're every car pulls. Maybe the, you know the girls. You're looking out for them. So it's, it's a lot of times, if you have a ballet or or the girls on the car, you tend that like, you take care of. The, they jump in cars. You split the rides. You know, there's no sense in uh, 40 cars showing up to a building when 20 can. You know, two people to a car, or or or, or 15 can. You know, two and a quarter to a car, whatever. So people are gonna ride together, right? And you're on the road so much, you know, and you bo- both are gonna be on the road, and, and most likely you both have significant others at home, and your significant others are not exactly always gonna understand you being on the road, right? So with that being said, you're traveling, so you're catching heat at home for whatever, maybe not even cutting the grass. Who knows? Something as minor as that to to thinking that you don't love them anymore, showing enough tension, whatever. They're upset at home. So you're in the car. Now there's a female in the car who's catching the same kind of heat at home. Now you're together more with these people in the car than you are the people at home. So you vent to each other, about the problems at home. So now that you're venting at each other, what's happening is you're bonding with each other because you have something in common and you have wrestling in common. You're on the road together and you both feel like you're uh, innocent victims of something. And that turns into some kind of weird chemistry that sometimes you get into a spot you don't really mean to be into because it just organically happened in a weird way and shit just happens so that's how a lot of relationships get ruined and a lot of new relationships begin but don't last because they are based on that that connection at home going wrong and wrong and you're bonding over that but it turns out like same shit's gonna happen to you when one gets fired or goes the other direction so you know it's just it's like a, it's just how it happens and, and, and it can happen innocently and um 
Uh, so my advice to anybody is if you got a woman at home or you got a man at home, don't ride with another man. Ride with the women. Stick to all women. Stick to all dudes in the car, you know. Uh, bitch to each other about it. <laughs> you know, but um, but that's that happens very easily because you spend more time with that person. They're trying when you're being nice, but you're having a bad day at home. They're having a bad day. You're talking to each other. Or maybe it's just one has one day and one has another day, but you both Come. sympathize. You know, you, you can relate and... Then you start talking, and then you start talking like, oh, the shortcomings there that you feel is going on, and the shortcomings here that's going on, and then, oh, well, you know, you're on the road together, and you're making this town, and, and then you're talking business, and you have all this in common. Next thing you know, you're in a full-blown affair, and you're like, well, how the flip did we get here? So maybe that's how that happened. I don't know, but it's sad to, to see any relationship suffer under, you know, those type of circumstances and stuff. Especially, but um, if you truly love each other, you'll figure a way and find a way to get through stuff. Amen. All right. <laughs> Enough all counseling right. there. I, I don't know how to get into all that. But, I don't know. Right, yeah. But maybe I just want people to understand how people can be bad people. Now, if you're just like a locust and you're running a woman, the woman, the woman, and you got a woman at home, shame on you. But shame on you the other thing, too, but that can happen. But, but just jumping woman to woman and... Hopping different girl from town to town, and you got a wife at home. Shame on you. I almost feel like emotional relationships are more impactful than even physical relationships. You know, that's your brain, man. That's whew. Mm. all right. Well, let do we have time for one more? Okay. Also, a normal name. Was that, was that one, a head shake? Yes, over there. Right, we got one more. Yeah. All right, one more. Okay. Here we go. This is from Ronald Davis, and Ronald says, oh, no. "Hey, Grand Grell, quick question." Okay, quick, this one's quick. Uh, did quick. say it just like that? Did yep, yep, like that? that's quick what it question. says. What was it like to do the segment with the Godfather and his hose where you soaked them with blood? I soaked them hose with blood? Apparently, that's the question. Did I? That's what this. That's what Ronald's claiming. Oh, man. Damn, I missed that. Hose and blood. That sounds cool. Um, yeah, it does sound great. Bloods and hoes, hoes and bloods, boats and hoes. Boats and hoes. <laughs> boats and hoes, boats and hoes. Um, <laughs> how did we get from hoes and blood to butts and hoes? But butts and hoes, boats and hoes. Not butts and holes. All butts have holes. <laughs> boats what and, is happening boats here? And, bo- I'm tired. I'm so tired. Okay. Boats and hoes. Boats and hoes. Oh, no, no. Blood hose and, and hose. blood. Blood and hoes. But Godfather. Blood hoes. I don't really. Maybe. I, did we? Did I think maybe the Godfather got a blood bath once? Can we Google it? Like? Um, yeah, I'm, I can't find it. I don't know. I don't remember. But um, to work, I, I did work with the Godfather, and I had to work with the hose. So, uh, <laughs> the hose. Uh, Luna wasn't necessarily fine of working with the hose because they they actually made Luna a hoe in a couple of segments, like oh. like not made her a hoe, but uh, booked her in a situation where she was willing to be a hoe because. I don't know. Uh, maybe there was a uh, lingerie contest or something, or something at one point, and she was just like so miserable about it. Like I think that's when she lost her job because, like, I remember they had asked her to take her top off, and she goes, "You spent years making me ugly, and now you're asking me to show my tits," you know. And she told I told him no. She got fired two weeks later. Uh, they said it was over something else, but I think it was over that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think it was that's over that. Okay. I truly believe it was over that, and that's a lot of that why she, she had a lot of issues and was very angry um, because, you know, you work so hard to be a professional wrestler and you come in. And I think we talked about the TNA and all that other levels at one point. It was here or somewhere. It was here we talked about it, right? Yeah, I'll be, my mind's a blur. But, yeah, to work so hard to get to a certain level and then you're asked to show your tits is pretty disrespectful, pretty, pretty 
it's a it's a sad situation. Yeah, that's the situation it was then, and uh, she didn't. She stood up for herself, and I, I believe ultimately she was fired two weeks later for a different excuse because she taped a girl in a chair and rolled her through the hallways. <laughs> but um, and the girl was seeing secretly, so he, he had, and was a producer, and he's still a producer, and he's still a main man there. So I don't think they liked it too much, but it was friendly play between her and the girl. But I think it was it was just just the ultimate excuse for the other one to not. She, they, yeah. they knew she would do something within a matter of time that they could use for an excuse and get her out of there. So I think that's why she was always angry and stuff. She just loved wrestling so much. But um, the hose. So, um, hose was good. I liked working Godfather because I had some bad habits back then. So, so Godfather. So you'd roll into the building and and Godfather would go Gangrel. Here's the hose. And like the, the hose, he would get the hose, but then the hose would get me the blows so like not not they i get my like they had the connection for every bad thing you needed like so if you had a drug issue or you had this this and that and I, I don't anymore but i had some bad habits back then they would be like oh the hose will hook you up so the hose always had to connect so because they came from they were the strip club the right. strippers right but they were all um generally nice to be honest um they, yeah, they were yeah, no, no legit dancers. Some of them wasn't because Ivory started out as a hoe, right? Remember, Ivory came in and it, and it had a great run. She was, uh, before she was what, uh, God, I forget, uh, Tina Moretti, right? Or something, but uh, uh, tremendous worker. But she started as a hoe. I think maybe Molly Holly was a hoe. Maybe. Oh, that Was she or no? Oh, like, well, like they brought them in that role. Like like Luna was a hoe at one time. And everybody, they would just filter people into that. But, but the girls were always nice and respectful. Um, there was a few that were like, whatever whatever but i think they got taken care of backstage like ribbed or something <laughs> you know they, they they didn't feel too welcome whenever they did have some kind of crappy attitude but but in general most of them were okay they were just like happy to walk out there and do their things but most of them at 90 percent of the time were legit strippers <laughs> you know like, I always, like, trying to watch they would go to club the club he would, he would have to pull into town godfather had to pull in and go to the local strip club and go audition hose <laughs> what, what a tough job <laughs> like, so you know he did he get his pimping ain't easy and he get his 420 on because they would have they you know he picked that up in that town from them too and then be like gang girl there's the hose what do you need they, like <laughs> like like they would hook me up with what i needed and then, and then we'd go out there and do the thing and then run off to the next town you know and then be a whole new group of hoes the next time. all new hoes yeah all new hoes even had house show hoes he'd pick them up in every oh town gosh, so house fun. show hoes you know <laughs> yeah um i mean it was his deal pimping ain't easy nationwide ain't easy. Uh, yeah um house show hoes but I, I never interacted he would always say stuff like you know, usually I'd offer you a hoe, but with those teeth, I don't know what you're going to do to my girls. And then he, so I'm just going to whip your ass tonight. So, like, I, he never offered me the hoes. I never sure. got the hoe offer. You like, he would say he was going to offer me the hoes, but he would take the offer off the table and then try to beat me up. Very beat rude. me up. But I'd always get the hoe train. Mm -hmm. Most end results was me taking the hoe train. But That's hilarious. Godfather was super easy to wrestle. You know, <laughs> like, he's the nicest dude, man. He's so easy going. And he's smart, though. He's talented, too. He, he, and he's a scrapper. If you want to scrap, he can scrap. Um, he's such a great dude, and his family's amazing. His wife's amazing. Um, he's got an amazing wife. Uh, she's, God, they've been together a while, like, mm -hmm. ever since I've known him. So, you know, I've only known him since, like, going up. Uh, back he's Papa Shango I think when I first met him and Karma but yeah he's got a tremendous family he, he's another great guy we talk about a lot of good people on here I guess I guess except for when I bring up some other thing in the box I put in last week but um, we moved forward past that too though but Godfather and the Hose was, it was fun it was always great to wrestle the Godfather the Hose in general the Hose were 
nice, even the house show hosts. They were all nice. Shout out to all the hosts. All the hosts. The the TV hosts, the the house show hosts, all the hosts across the world. The world of Godfather. Boats and hoes. Yeah, boats and hoes. Blood and hoes. Boats and hoes. Blood and hoes. We got to go. This was episode 16. (laughs) (laughs) So, boats and hoes, blood and hoes, and we got to go. So, uh, want some? Get some. Bad enough? Take Take some. some. This is Fang and a Bang with Gangrel Kick and Dead. But no, so, so we covered everything. Uh, oh God, we oh, we wrapped it up. We went backwards, but sure. what we did cover up. So uh, we covered uh, AEW, yeah, some we, debuts, debuts. We covered the new NXT logo, the NXT logo, possibly um, selling. Yeah, we talked. We talked the differences and and travel and road schedules with AEW and what and no catering possibilities. And and question mark, style. big question mark there. Um, yeah, we covered all kinds of stuff. So but, much, but but it was I was a zombie. We we. we, we Predetermined. I determined that I'm an actual zombie today. Okay, I, that's I fun. This, so, a vampire zombie. A vampire it's a zombie. Guys. Can you stop a vampire zombie? I don't know. I don't that know. I know vampires dangerous. are destroyed zombies. We talked about that before on here. Vampires yeah, we were have. zombies. But we, a hybrid. Too. A hybrid. That's a little because if they bite you, then you're infected too. Then it's you know that. But I think that a zombie that would actually eventually kill all the vampires off because they they infect each other. Like, oh yeah. wow! Okay. Yeah. This so is... we're getting too deep. So this is episode sixteen. <laughs> we're gonna close it out again with Gangrel and Kick a Dead. Bang and a bang with Gangrel and Kick a Dead. Want some? Get some. Bad enough. Take, take some. some. Shout out to Bob.